0: Still glowing up, y'all. I'm still having a lot of fun uh, making my show. I'm well on my way to 100,000 downloads. I want my listenership to go up. uh, And I think it's going to go up as my show gets any more exposure. And I wanted to share some of these ratings. I really didn't realize people on Apple which is one of the sources of um, a lot of my downloads. Um, Big shout out to Ohio and New Jersey. Y'all are representing. But I've gotten some really nice reviews. Very informative and great content. Love this professional insights. Very important topic. You are definitely a blessing. It's so lovely to have a podcast with such wonderful, inspiring content. Thank you. Cause that's all it's about. It's about positivity, being informative, and being entertaining. No, I'm not a comedic, com- a comedian, but I do have um, a take on life that I think is important. That I think it's important to share. So big ups to me. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yes, that is me singing off key and singing off key and badly. But this is how I like to spend my Christmas season or start the Christmas season. Just singing Christmas songs off key not knowing the words, making up the words, but everybody knows Nat King Cole, the Christmas song. Um, I am also having a artwork contest and why not have in the background playing some of the most beautiful Christmas music from one of the greatest uh, stars of the 20th century, this Christmas season, right in Time. I'm actually gonna be posting it on Mint uh, to get independent artists and get the buzz going about creation of artwork for my podcast, um, there'll be a one hundred dollar plus prize, um, and also I wanted to direct people to the Dale's Angels Ink blog store uh, to shop uh, for Tenfro is reading swag, my Nah girl, and my favorite T-shirt, which is Body by Ham Hamhocks. I think. These would make great presents. Um, And then you can use my uh, offer code, TINFRO, to get 20% off the total order as well as shipping. Free shipping to certain zones. That will make your season bright. I know it. And again, as always, I really appreciate you guys uh, shopping, submitting the artwork. And again, as always, thank you for listening. I'm so serious about increasing the quality of my podcast. I've gotten some great reviews about the content. Um, I like how my voice sounds when it, everything is like normalized and the and the topics actually fit together. I think it's, it, it just is my commitment to produce a quality product. I hope this would make it more attractive to people, but I say all of this to say is I have actually have Logic Pro and I'm using it to edit uh, my podcast and I figured out a way um, to actually, what normalize and what bounce means. Um, I dream of the day where I can have a whole soundboard and the little knobs and stuff um, to um, even increase and mix music Um, I'm nowhere near that right now, however, I am excited about, I may have the capability to do it with this uh, Logic Pro, uh, maybe it's Logic Pro Plus that will allow me to do it, um, and also mix my own music, Um, I'm excited about that, that's why I think it's also important to get sponsors, and to get the advertisement, to get the sponsorships in place so I can actually make that dream a reality. So, but this, I say all this to say is because I got a notification through ESPN that a former, a former cowboy, uh, Deion Sanders, who was the head coach of Jackson State, and I say former head coach of Jackson State because, after he has led that school, only after three years, to a 12-0, to the most winningest season in the three years, um, ending up, they won their game just yesterday, um, he announced that he was leaving the team and he's been uh, leaving Jackson State and going to Colorado. I don't know if he's it's University Colorado or if there's such thing as Colorado State or if he's going to Boulder or Denver. I girl, I don't know, but primetime is leaving the South and heading up to snowy but Colorado of all places. That will be interesting. He did put together a stellar program at Jackson State, and I was hoping that his energy would continue uh, the winning at Jackson State because my hope was for that school to feature prominently um, in upcoming P Valley. I mean, can you imagine uh, Deion Sanders and the team um, doing his dance uh, along the uh, side to a little murder uh, song, um, the trap music, that would have been, awesome they could still have this him as the fictitional coach at that school but that would have been just great at a classic game for them to um him dancing along with um little murder and all of that but i don't know he's kind of hotepish that being a gay an openly gay um rapper all being gangster and he's big murder now after he killed um that guy uh for lying on uh murdering his other lover big teak i don't know if he would be able to flow with that but who knows it's all fiction but i don't think as that would be on brand for him to actually be in or, or even in a fictional way to be on P Valley in that manner and dance into uh, Little Murder's music, but who knows? So um, the also I forgot I the other thing I wanted to mention I had talked about the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones uh, being a hood an ex hooded Klansman. Uh, for the Arkansas nine protests back in the fifties. And I would hope that he would be um, a 80 year old Jerry Jones had to be different than the 20 year old Jerry Jones. I saw something also in the paper or in the news about someone asked, um, what's his name? He looked old before his own time. Lakers. Lakers. What's the name of that player? Um, LeBron James. They you, they said, y'all keep asking me about the retweet. He gets more, asked more about the retweet from Kyrie Irving um, and the picture of more so about that than Jerry Jones' uh, photo from the 1950s. And. All I can say about that LeBron is that's like apples and apples. Apples and oranges. Yes, you can make a comment on it and move on. If you don't know that man now, the comparison between who he was I hope has is a different than who he is now. Um and if you and I, as again, if you shake the closet of old rich dudes from the 50s in this United States, as I say, I bet more than what you would think actually have a hooded past. Kyrie Irving shenanigans is in the zeitgeist now because he the way it was the way he handled it, why he didn't apologize sooner. And he is in the top and the forefront of stupidity right now the comparison I guess okay you make a good point um and if you have something useful to say on the picture bring it up they'll listen to you and they'll record because you LeBron James but they keep asking about the Kyrie Irving is because he got some hope they open some whole other hotel MFers protesting on his behalf down at the Barclays Center so whatever he's good he's still in the zeitgeist and if you don't have anything, comment on it because they don't wanna know. I mean, bring it up. If you know know the brother and you can uh, sufficiently say he is different, He, you don't know or not aware of that past and he's not the person that you know now, fine. That would be a good thing to say. But, and if he's a former racist and he ain't racist now, cool. Fine. Say that. But don't bring up. Why did you bring it up like it was like the shenanigans that Kyrie Irving is doing now? And it's still going on now. um, It is a comparison. And they don't if they didn't ask you, okay, but. And what does it really mean if he has truly made the change and he is not? And as I said, he's formally not that person. Why? They're not going to ask you about that. And it, it doesn't make for good. Um, sound bites or for clicks. Um, the Kyrie Irving issue is still ongoing, and he hasn't doesn't he hasn't really made any effort to say is he not anti-Semitic? Um, why do you think you get a pass because you are an employee of the league? Um, and we want and if people want to know because I'm sure he's not an- answering. And if y'all are down like that, if you have something legitimately positive or negative or insightful to say about either situation, then just say it. But don't bring up the comparison because they ain't asked you that. But if you bring it up, please have something insightful to say like I did, (laughs) because I don't know any either one of y'all. But what I can almost bet if. I would I can only put my spin on it. And wh- how I feel on the situation. I can't answer for anybody. I, I would hope I can't answer for anybody else. But I'm hope also hopeful that I wouldn't say something completely out of line or what the meaning is of the latest of the shenanigans. If he still is not a card carry member of the clan, cool. Kyrie Irving needs to at least make the appearance of an effort of not being a dumbass. So th- that's all I got to say about that. Confessions from the Edge. I started doing this section just within the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think I take pride in, I always take pride, I'm just going to tell you. I always take pride in what, I write about, and furthermore, um, my notes from the edge or continuation of Confessions from the Edge um, are just that. My it's the edge of uh, patience. Um, in the previous section, I wrote about the couple um, possibly faking their storyline on 90 Day Fiance for the privilege of going into production. And even though I, we are always, I think they've been lying to us for a while about the it being non-scripted. And I do believe <clears throat> it is non-scripted to a certain extent, but I think that actors, some better, not actors, because they are considered actors, they're reality stars or whatever, They know some are better than others about how to keep them filming. Some act rudely like and crazy like um, Angela and Michael, the old white lady from Georgia um, and the Nigerian who is like 22 years her junior Um, or. She presents a thirst trap, and will her the uh, Kimberly uh, from California and um, Usman, also a Nigerian pop star, um, how she's will what she the extent to what she is willing to do and to give up in order um, to get to be married to this guy. And in my over 40 category, I don't think her being stooping to all kinds of level of humiliation, um, is it worth getting your twelve hundred dollars per episode that they film you? It makes for an interesting uh, um, storyline, but to what? But to what level? And I mean, you can't fault Yara and Jovi um, and their trials and tribulations, and her wanting being truly homesick, um, and especially during um, the conflict in Ukraine, and her being conflicted and showing her vulnerability and and uh, survivors' remorse because. She has a pretty nice life um, in the United States and she's safe from bombing. Well, to a certain extent, because we've got domestic terrorists over here that if they got a hand on howitzers, they would be shooting us all up. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I think they at least struck the best. Um, balance between interest and and tomfoolery. Um, but also. I've noticed um, several things like I was reading or scrolling fanatically, manically, I should say, scrolling through Instagram. And I stopped on and I'll put it in the, the story notes. Kanye West has lost his damn mind. I can't. I just we have a saying among black folks when we <laughs> when people are just wilding and, and Kanye West is sincerely wilding. He is in crisis um, and he needs to be on some depot medications because his latest um, in shenanigans uh, with him basically admiring in a hood um, and admiring. Hitler and got kicked off of Twitter recently um, because of his display of the swastika. He is on some anti-Semitic, daring hotep, daring people to push to basically do anything because that's that God complex. Um, that goes and megalomania that goes with a true, uh, manic crisis, he is displaying everything of that. And why do outside of Fox news and the Tucker Carlson that I think are exploiting his demise, why are people giving him any platform? That is the craziest thing. He can't even afford parlor anymore because he ain't got the lucrative deals that catapulted him above the billions. And he has ticked off all connection with other true billionaires that nobody's going to touch him. He's clearly I don't know what to say. He has dug his hole. Now he's going to have to lie in it because ain't nobody got time for this craziness for real, for real. What else? And I can't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for extremely rich people doing dumb shit. Crisis averted. Um, the Senate, in a sh- in a rare show of solidarity, avoided avoided the big rail railway worker strike. Um, just in time, because uh, Dale's Angels Inc. and Creative quality, Melly. We're on a tear of I'm a, I think I'm on a tear of making some big moves at the end of this year, um, going into the new year and I'm it's making 2023 look well for me and a very good friend of mine that's going to actually, I believe, is going to take uh, my company to the next level. And um, I'll be talking about that in the weeks to come. Also, I'm gonna take, and that has to because my friend is gonna be um, on, I'm actually gonna be able to buy that story from her. She's gonna be taking the train uh, from Mississippi to Tennessee and she. I hope she's gonna be proof positive that everyone, if you wanna be a creative, Tennessee might just be the place for you because, and it's just me, for selfish reasons, I just want all my friends to move to Tennessee. Um for easy of access, but also for opportunity and cost of living and just a ease of living. Out of all the states, in the South, I'm most comfortable and I'm most steady here, but it would be easier to have people, surround yourself with a team of people that can make it happen and don't have to explain a whole bunch of shit you know them they know you y'all trust each other and y'all can make big things happen so um at the i have other reasons to be happy that the railway strike has been averted um ease of travel not just product Because I'm going to need I just realized if we're going to be expanding product lines, I have to be have a safe and uh, cost effective way to ship it. But if everybody's on strike, girl, I can't do that. Just in time for Christmas, too. What else? What else? Oh, those are like the the two biggest things I wanted to basically talk about from Notes from the Edge. I also... My over 40 section dating um, is, I think it's coming alive. And I'm also excited about the upcoming weeks uh, being able to make further comments and updates um, to this section in Reddit. And I told and I think I've said this before. I came across. This idea, um, and since I don't have many or any listener um, letters, um, I started or turned to Reddit and um, Medium. And just um, other articles um, in the New York Times or wherever I happen to be reading for the day or the minute even. And this, uh, I guess, community, the over 40 and dating community, um, I became I'm very much fascinated about um, the what people will actually share in these communities and i'm still very much fascinated about um this section and i ran across this thread um this morning that was actually just posted um 15 hours ago and i hope they don't delete it because i was concerned actually read this stuff and i'm it cracks me up how people Um, What people will actually share by the world or with strangers. And I guess the anonymity makes it easier. I would just hope that this person's partner, who they said she's snowed in uh, with at this time, but the breakup. I'm very fascinated. Not only what brings people together, but what keeps them together and how they are, how you end it all. So this writer, Untamed 2020, wrote, It's over. I know it is time to just be honest with myself, but my relationship has run its course. I am mid forties, two kids under ten. He is nearly fifty, never married, no kids. It worked for us until it didn't. And that's in one red flag right there. The kids. And it's obvious that they're living together by the next few statements. No big drama or blow up happened. It's just the little things that aren't so little anymore. He has never once told me I'm beautiful or I look nice, and I deserve to hear those things. But what if you're kind of ugly and you're sitting around in your pajamas and your hair's not done? But okay, whatever. There are other small things, of course. He is set in his ways, and by nature, he is selfish. So are we all. I see any relationship I'm in as a team. He doesn't think of us first. It is him first. Neither one of us wrong for how he look at or approach our relationship. It's just so glaringly obvious now. I'm currently snowed in at his house, so breaking things off right now is not happening. I am in no danger. I am safe, and we are not arguing or anything. I have just realized this. I think I needed to put it out there for myself to be honest about it. And then Shuva Shakur wrote, good on you for recognizing it. Some people, including myself sometimes, can't look past the initial pain and realize they didn't deserve your time. That's going to get an upvote. OK, then I've been doing just that for a few months now. I needed to admit it to myself and now figure the how and when to tell them. Also, you're beautiful and you look nice. Oh, that's so that's neato. You get an upvote for that. Wonderful and caring. Some people can be snarky, but this is a community that they'll drag your ass if you do some dumb shit. That is a tough realization with terrible timing. I hope you have a peaceful and easy exit and you can find the man of your dreams. I also just looked at that because this shit's right around the holidays and we're talking about a breakup over Christmas um, and you got two young kids. I wonder if the kids live with you full time. Or if somebody asks that. Because you're not only breaking up your relationship between you and him. How is it going to affect your kids? Or is this probably the most positive thing you can do because you need to walk away? Because if you're not the best version of yourself for not only for yourself, for yourself, but also as an example for your kids, that's another consideration. I admire your insightfulness. I'm sorry it didn't work out, but it sounds like breaking it off is the best action for you to take. Does doesn't it suck when you realize it's time to start over? I'm experiencing the very same thing now. And that's another thing. As I said, I'm going to be making big moves, but one of my friends is coming to the she has come to the end of her relationship. And how do you end a relationship um, that started on such a court and she is a true, if you, especially at our age, one, you got to see the necessity of why would you marry a person? But she, she also knows that you're not going to get married to anybody or make that type of commitment. Um, because you, you really got to know yourself and what would be the benefit of getting married. Um, and also, being in a relationship with that person and not knowing the true, their true colors until you lived with them, uh, full time and coming together with a person, especially in a pandemic. Um, and then things change and then realizing that there are some, there are, um, some, um, non-starters you're not you would never marry a person or continue with the person if the primary person if he, the person will only that person would only benefit from that side of the relationship either as their nursemaid um what would they what would you stand to gain or lose in a give and take and if they're if they want to be a give and take it sounds like the person that this um the this in this that wrote this into the group, um, the person seems very selfish, and and it wasn't just one thing; it was a combination of things, and the chronicity of it, and the person shows no willingness to change. That is a non-starter, and that's one of the things that can legitimately and obviously has ended a relationship. And when you think about it, it's their loss you don't have anything to apologize for. Um, And when you know you're at your end and, and if it's already too late to work things out and having a safe exit strategy, she said because of logistics, she can't leave right now, which sucks ass. And it's right around the holidays, but change comes swiftly knowing that you have to break up um and move on and when it's safe to do so all of those things you have to take into consideration and how it's going to affect your kids also it's not only because it's winter also the housing market not so good at this time um wherever you go, is it going to, are you going to have access to having a job? Uh, whatever, how your finances look, um, are you going to be able to exist by yourself? Um, is it even possible for you to even stay in the same place? Uh, where will you go? You know, where will you and your kids be safe? Is it a custody issue? So, All of those things you have to take into consideration, not only when you get into a relationship and live with somebody, what, how, what, how are all those things and are they going to be a part of your exit strategy? And can you have the conversation um, and it be mutually beneficial and not caustic Um, or are we going to be writing us back the brat, the bad breakup? So exit strategy. When is it safe to do so when you logistically if you don't have a snowplow and you can't get out, how can you still coexist in the same space with a person that, you know, y'all are getting ready to break up? Can you have this conversation um, just with them or are they going to flip the fuck out and do something crazy? But she. At this person adamantly says that she is in no danger because it's the first thing I thought. However, also having an extraction, needing an extraction and coming up with a way to get out of the situation if need be. Sometimes that has to be thought out too. Looking at your finances, coming up with a way to be able to exit without too, many, too much of a financial strain relocating or possibly if y'all are mature about it would they be in a position to relocate unless it's their house and their name is on it what about cars what about gas um, your exit strategy to, should take into consideration all of those things because that's what Breaking up and being an adult requires having a plan of how to exit a relationship. I basically think is the best thing. And thoughtfully and respectfully uh, talking it over with your partner um, and getting it close in your mind, because that's one of the ways that you get closure when you actually have a pretty intact exit strategy and you're not doing anything um, that uh, feels impulsive or at the, uh, because you're in your feelings in the spur of the moment. If this has been building for months, take the time to actually, actually have a well thought out plan before you just basically call it a day on the relationship. Today is the last day of early voting uh, for the runoff election. Uh, for the Senate race um, in Georgia. And the little bit that I've actually been willing to listen to it, uh, the news or the details of it, um, have been, how can I say, I'm going to have to do a Carly red imitation. Interesting. (laughs) I Can't fathom anybody voting for Herschel Walker, but that's why we're having the runoff election because a couple of a million and a half people did vote for his dumbass. The latest. Further allegation of him attacking a former or an ex-girlfriend. We knew all of this. His own kid went live. And with the abuse allegation, he told his father uh, was a liar and he was a domestic abuser. The Republicans knew that still voted for him. We know that he's anti-abortion and is with the National Abortion Ban, in spite of him paying for that we know of, too. So far, we know he's lying about his business dealings, military service, etc. We know him to be unfit to have that position, but you still had several million. Georgians vote for his dumbass, as I said. Didn't matter. Got Lindsey Graham down there running for him. However, there is a Republican to the tune of 200,000 hardcore registered to vote Republicans that have left that left their ballots blank as the former lieutenant governor has. And and I'm proud to say it, the former lieutenant governor of Georgia said on national TV that he would never vote for Herschel Walker because he's unfit, true, But he wouldn't vote for Warnock either because he doesn't think he's fit either. So he left it blank. So I'm thinking so. You would rather leave it blank and sit on the fence. And I think that's why we're having this runoff today. You need to fish or cut bait, even though it is obvious that he, that Wafriel Warnock is not of the Republican party, but as fit, as far as fitness goes and who is the best candidate goes, you should have voted for him. That's why I don't understand libertarians. I can't flow with that. Uh, unless you got, if they're going to have a significant amount of vote to get voted into office, I don't think it is viable for them to, to use to vote along that party line to siphon off the votes to keep the pariahs like Herschel Walker out of office. And on the DL, Lindsey Graham, as far as voting and him stomping for him, you've got to be kidding me. Y'all would rather have that derelict again. Put your money and back that horse instead of back into the person that's right. I don't think Lindsey Graham coming down and stomping for you will make a difference. Also, the poison would be inviting Donald Trump because it's looking and I'm maybe I'm just being too hopeful. It's looking like he's probably not going to be able to uh, run. Because they hopeful there will be an indictment and conviction that will keep him out of the 2024 elections. Because everybody that he's back didn't get reelected and they're still stomping off and and threat and making threats because they didn't win. But when you back crazy, hopefully the same will prevail. And I'm hoping the sanity will prevail in the Georgia elections because of who's running. It should not be this hard. You got two candidates. One is clearly fit for that office and who would you rather represent you just because he's not a Republican doesn't mean that he is not the most fit for that office and is the right choice for Georgia just because he doesn't have all of your ideals. I'm just saying, I think when it comes down to it, y'all looking like a whole bunch of whole ass cowards and whole ass dumb because you can't make a decision. Who is the most fit to represent Georgia and represent it well? It is not Herschel Walker. That's all I got to say about that. I start this part of the podcast um, with some, I think it's good news that an arrest has been made in the death of Miko's rapper takeoff. Um, I hope I use just enough of their, the instrumental of Versace. That was one of the big hits from back in like 2012, in 2012, 2013, when Migos hit big, and I hope it's not gonna be flagged by the copyright inspectors, but I wanted to have just enough meaningful use that it doesn't uh, get me in trouble, but at the same time, just giving mad respect to the death of that young man that went away too soon. they I don't know what went on if it was friendly fire or what or if they were after someone else and this young man take off the rapper was at the wrong place at the wrong time but when did it be when is it okay to come to a bowling alley with a gun what was going on to make you think that you had to settle either a disagreement or come after somebody that violently and he lost his life. He was shot twice. I didn't know he was shot like in his torso as well as in the head. How crazy is that? So, but a arrest has been made. The second one, someone that actually, I think the shooter actually uh, has already been hemmed up and felony possession of a weapon. And then I don't know if the other guy was an accessory, but Um, he was arrested. uh, The last person was arrested just this past Friday, I believe. Rest in power to this young man and a little bit more of the instrumental of Versace featuring Drake. I'm going to end with the Trap, Fat Cap Trap remix of Sleigh Bells. Um, Why not? This is how I'm going to end this show with positivity and good black news when I want this to be in this course. Morehouse College is launching a virtual reality black history course. This actually was announced um, December 1st. Um, It's going to be, they're taking VR education to another level. Uh, history of the African diaspora since 1800s, uh, prominent moments of Black history from slavery to the Civil Rights Movement, experiencing such moments on the Underground Railroad. Although the Metaverse or Meta has laid off a whole bunch of people, um, the it is encouraging that strides are being made in virtual reality, such as this course headed by Morehouse's own Professor Orville Hamilton um, in bringing our history to the rest of the world. And how great is it going to be? I just want to be on the cor- in the course and take one of those VR courses. Since I won't go anywhere, I can still experience some great things and see how tricked out it's going to be. And if I know Morehouse, I'm hopeful that there'll be more trap music, you know, that's included, or music in general with the inclusion of trap music is going to be a part of that historical teaching, but they're going to need like a virtual reality music course. I'm sure it exists. I just got to find it, but big ups to Morehouse in this advancement in education. So that's how we're going to end this episode, and I'm going to end it with a, po- a positive word. I used to scoff at people making this statement, because, maybe because of its simplicity, or maybe because it sounded more like an admonishment that I was being everything but kind. But then when I started investigating it for myself, that's when I realized that I was confusing politeness with kindness. Politeness is a fake superficial manner in which there's no required investment, no self-reflection. But being kind is an adjective. It is, it is an action. If you're kind to yourself first, it's like exercise memory. You will continue and be kind to others. Let that sit with you for a while. I'm going to try to be kind to myself. I'll be kind to others. It's very simple, and you got to repeat it. Lean into the spirit of a new year by counting your blessings, giving to others, and spreading happiness. I know I will. And this episode or this podcast is my means to spread joy and happiness and light and enlightenment. There's so much going on with aggression and um, just meanness, but. If I can leave you with one small positive thought, start your day with that that can change everything for you and and just basically change your day Don't forget to check out Dale's Angels Inc for the notes on this podcast as well as other works by CQM in um, that are and other contributors that are in work or in um, being edited right now um. Also check out my Instagram feed, Tenfro is Reading. You can check me out on Facebook, Tenfro is Reading Book Club, as well as my YouTube channel, Tenfro is Reading and Eating. And what I'm just chatting and streaming, um, at TV Food Wine Girl on Twitter. Uh, navigate to Writers Block Coffee or ShipaBagAddicts.com. Use my promo code Tenfro Coffee or Tenfro Got respectively to get a percentage off of your order. Don't forget to drop me a line at reading at gmail.com. Um, all non-trolling messages may be actually uh, read online and you can do the same if you are in Podbean or Anchor or wherever you listen to the podcast. And again, shedding light and positivity. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed creating it.